Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. All right, we are 16 away from 8 o'clock this morning at Bears and Izzy for breakfast. we got Kempi sitting in here and if there's one football fan in the building, it is Tony Kemp. Mate, I absolutely love football. I love it more than cricket and just about as much as rugby. But anyway, as we note, the All Whites are just one step closer to qualifying for this year's FIFA World Cup following that 1-0 victory over Tahiti. And meanwhile, the Phoenix were able to snatch a last-minute win on Saturday. That was a good game in the in that one against Perth Glory. Jacob Spoonley, he's a football analysis for Sky Sports and knows as well as anyone the adversity these teams have faced over the past two years due to the pandemic. Yep. He joins us now to reflect on a successful couple of days for New Zealand football. Morning, Jacob. Morning, Tony. Didn't realise you were a mate. big football fan, mate. Mate, always. Hey, I was actually quite good. When I was at primary school, they put me in the goal because I was so big, they could never get the ball past me. (laughs) 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 I wanted to be a striker, striker, but they said, no, you just go and stand in the goal, mate. But anyway, I wasn't good enough to make the the Phoenix team. Um, But did you manage to catch a couple of the games while you were over in uh, Qatar? Uh, absolutely, mate. So I was there for the first two games. So um, I saw the boys up against Papua New Guinea and also the game against Fiji. And um, it was great to see them. And as you said, mate, they haven't um, been able to get back for a New Zealand audience for a bit with the pandemic. And they've also been challenged kind of before that with uh, not having a regular game time. So um, it's been a double blessing to have them playing regularly in this tournament, although it's been a bit challenging. And, and what do you think the competition's been like in these qualifiers? You, you, you think they've had a good hit out? Yeah, I do, mate. Um, I think uh, the boys have come up against um, opposition that have treated every match like a World Cup final. Um, for the island teams, they really do elevate their game against New Zealand. And I think it's uh, been challenging for New Zealand audiences to understand that a lot of investment's been put into the Pacific Islands. Um, they take the football very, very seriously and uh, they're being coached now by um, overseas coaches. So we've seen a lot of European coaches in this qualifying tournament and there are some really good players. So for Danny, he's been very pragmatic and he takes three points when they're on offer and moves on. For the All Whites, it's all about qualifying 
and we mm. saw the first step in that in the trilogy. So we've had the semi-final, that's step number one, tick. Moving on to the final, that's step number two. And then touch wood, we're also looking at the Intercontinental Playoff in June. And if we win that, we're at the World Cup, and that's the big ticket for us. Do you, hey, Jacob, it's Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show again. Um, have they impressed you? The All-Whites, you look at their scoreline, 7-1, 4-0, but then just 1-0 against Tahiti and probably ruined a couple of missed opportunities only getting there towards the end. Do you think Danny Hay would be happy with where they're at at the moment? I, again, Izzy, I think it's a, it's a fair comment. If you look at it and, think, and you see 1-0 against mm. the island teams, um, you, you're probably saying, oh, that's not really definitive. Um, mm. What is definitive is 80% of possession, the yeah. amount of chances that were created, yeah. uh, and then the performance of the boys. They were very patient, they were very composed. Um, so they met the challenges. And I think uh, the last point that needs to be made is that the referee was pretty disappointing last night. Mm. I thought that the, um, uh, the Tahitians had a couple of players that were very fortunate to be on the field, particularly their left back. So if we're playing against 10 men, maybe it's a different proposition. Um, but the criticism is fair. Yeah. To elevate the boys' games, they could be more clinical, uh, particularly in the first half, and maybe put those chances away. Now, if they do that, I think we're looking at a 3 or 4-0 game. At which point you're saying, oh, that's a great result, and we move on. What kind of threat does Solomon Islands uh, pose? Are they going to have any chance to kind of put the all-whites under pressure? Or you see this being a bit of a bloodbath? Um, this is gonna, it could be um, a game a game that's really open, in which case I think it suits um, the All Whites. What the Solomon Islands do bring is a real natural flair in a one-on-one situation, mm. mate. They have some players that are absolutely deadly. Yeah. Um, the kid Raphael is 18. He scored in every game. He scored a hat trick in one, um, and he's a really, really dynamic and uh, exciting player for our region. Um, we also got Mika Lea Alafa, who plays for Auckland City, and I've never seen a player locally that has just had the ability to destroy a defender in a one-on-one situation. He can turn on a dime, he's quick, uh, and he can go past an opponent. So Winston Reid and the boys at the back will have to, have to be on their toes, mm. but this game is going to be one where I think we're going to see a lot more space for the All-Whites to attack. It's not going to be like the Tahitian game where they effectively set up the castle around the 18-yard box um, and, and defended Chris Wood really well, it's got to be said. So um, expect goals in this one, in the final. We saw goals against Papua New Guinea yeah. uh, in a 3-2 win for the Solis. Um, so they'll be a bit more exciting. Jeez, Jacob, I thought you were describing my football career then. Um, mate, if we... <laughs> if we uh, <laughs> mate, it's on everyone's lips. If we get through this tournament, um, do we know who we're facing the Intercontinental Playoff? Um, and what, what are your thoughts on that? Do we have a chance? I guess answering the first part, absolutely. Um, we definitely have a chance. Um, you're probably thinking, well, how can we defeat Tahiti 1-0 and then say we've got a chance? With this side, they can match the opposition. Hmm. Uh, so um, we've seen in the past, they've gone up against the likes of Ireland and they've played well. They've got a close result there. They've um, beaten teams like Curacao uh, and Algeria, uh, who Algeria went on to win the Arab Cup. So they can adjust um, upwards to the opponent it, the, the point that I would make is that they don't necessarily have the ability to impose themselves just yet which is a really difficult proposition in international football the side's still playing they're still maturing uh, behind Chris Wood the uh, midfield had an average age of I believe just over 20 so you don't typically see players um, develop until their late 20s at international level and you don't see the best out of them until then so we've still got 
um, a lot of good football ahead of us with this team. Uh, we'll probably be playing Costa Rica. Mm. Uh, so they will be a lot more of a challenging yeah, <laughs> proposition uh, compared to Tahiti or even the Solomon Islands. But these boys, they'll be up against the calibre of mm. player in the Costa Rican side at their club football week in, week out. We've now got boys that are playing at yeah, they're in the shop window in the Danish league. So uh, they are very confident, um, very resolute, and, and uh, they don't get overwhelmed easily, this generation of players. They are used to the demands of professional football. So they'll be looking to focus on the final and uh, then start looking at what the challenge of Costa Rica uh, touch wood, um, or sorry, not touch wood, but the point of Costa Rica in June will be. Well, that, that, that'll be um, home and away kind of match situation. I can picture when we took on Bahrain in, at Wellington at the Westpac Stadium there and the, the scenes. So is that something that we're, we're hoping to achieve come June, get them home and, and put a full crowd in front of them? Oh, mate, I'm going to steal Christmas here, Izzy. <laughs> no, unfortunately, FIFA's changed it. Uh, oh. They've taken a really conservative approach. No. Uh, this is a pandemic, so we're looking at a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they've moved the Intercontinental playoffs to a standalone fixture, which at the moment uh, is scheduled to be played in Doha in June. So we're looking at temperatures of around about 45. There are, <laughs> there are whispers that could be moved. Um, so Europe is being looked at as an alternative venue. Um, but we're going to have to watch the boys at home. So get those viewing parties together. Uh, hopefully Sky will be able to chuck a couple of cameras yes. in a bar and some homes and we'll get that feeling uh, in, a, in the pandemic remote final way, mate. Oh, that's sad news, but we'll be right behind the lads and Danny Hay and the All-Whites going over there. and They've still got to get the job done this week on Thursday, taking on Solomon Islands, but if they get that opportunity to play Costa Rica, we'll be right behind them because there is no better memory of watching them uh, get that little moment at Westpac Stadium over Bahrain and winning that one. So, uh, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Jacob. We appreciate you on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Always finding time for us. Take care and we'll chat soon, mate. Beautiful. Thank you very much, boys. And uh, Kempi, enjoy your football on the weekend, mate. <laughs> mate, love it. <laughs> Might have to put Kempi in the goal and try and whack one past could, his right shoulder. Hey? I could imagine him. Um, yeah, I could imagine him kind of playing like Masters football in Auckland, just like turning <laughs> yeah. with the big goalkeeping gloves on, just an imposing figure in the frame. Left to right Man, movement, came, good, Kempi, or what? I came back from England when I came back, and I was um, I retired because my knees were just absolutely shot. As he knows, as he knows what's that like, <laughs> what that's like. But um, I just played three aside out at out at indoor um, soccer out at Henderson. Mate, I was a striker. I can't remember how many people I took out. <laughs> <laughs> just huge elbows up like this, and just massive shoulders. I wouldn't want to try and take the ball off you, Kimpy. Um, no, absolutely not. Six and a half away from eight o'clock. Jacob Spoonley, he knows his football inside and out, mm. and he did take Christmas off us. We're not going to have scenes like we did when we faced Bahrain at Westpac Stadium back in the day. We'll be back to wrap up the hour after eight o'clock of Fisatunu talking Pacific Island rugby. We've got Super Rugby on a Tuesday. How good is that? Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.